Welcome ladies to the Sasha Eburn podcast, your ultimate destination for embracing the flexible life and manifesting your wildest dreams. I am your host, Sasha Eburn, the no-nonsense badass VA coach. I'm all about empowering women to live a flexible and rewarding life with their very own virtual assistant business. If you're a woman with unstoppable drive, a passion for growth, and a burning desire to build, grow, and scale your very own virtual assistant business, then you've come to the right place. Together, we'll unleash your potential, explore strategies, and share insights from remarkable women who have achieved greatness in the VA industry. Are you ready to go all in? Let's go. Get ready for a truly extraordinary episode of the Sasha Evans Show. Today, we're joined by an exceptional guest who will guide us through the realms of entrepreneurship and the captivating universe of mindset. And here's the twist. This podcast is like no other. Our guest is the newest addition to the team at Sasha Evan Coaching. As many of you know, my personal development journey has been nothing short of transformative. It has not only altered the course of my life, but it's also served a powerful catalyst for my entrepreneurial growth and success. I'm deeply passionate about empowering women to lead lives that they have flexibility and freedom and are completely aligned with their true selves. My mission goes beyond breaking free from the constraints of the nine to five grind. It's about helping women tap into their inner strength, embrace self-love and uncover their intrinsic self-worth. And this, my friends, brings us to the heart of the matter, mindset. I have been eager to provide this support in our incredible academy for a while now. And this is why today I'm here to introduce Danielle Jones to the team at Sasha Eburn Coaching so we can provide everything through from strategy, sales, and now mindset in the VA Way Academy. Now let's extend a warm welcome to our guest, Danielle, a mindset and energetics coach. Welcome to the show, Danielle. Thanks so much for having me. So excited to have you on today. Before we dive into mindset and business and entrepreneurship, which is really why we're here today, I'd love to know a little bit about your story and your journey to entrepreneurship. Yeah, sure. So I actually grew up in hospitality. So I've managed hotels and restaurants since I was around 15. And then the last two years, I've been on the entrepreneurial journey. So I started doing energy healing. And then from there, I've got into the mindset space, doing NLP. And yeah, it's been a wild ride so far. I love that. And as you know, I also came from hospitality background as well. And it's quite interesting that we've kind of fallen into the entrepreneurship space. And I guess we actually met at NLP training as well. Yes, we did. And I think it's coming up to a year since we did our master's, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, that's come so fast. So much has happened since then. Yeah, definitely. Now, you have just been announced as the mindset coach for Sasha Ebone Coaching, and I'm so grateful to have you on the journey to support the clients in their journey to entrepreneurship. And the fact that you've gone through that journey yourself is just a credit to your experience and you can really support them in making that transition from the nine to five. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the biggest thing for me was all about confidence. So in the past, I had zero confidence and doing NLP, different mindset work has really built my confidence to be able to know that I can make it on the entrepreneurial journey. And from somebody that's taken that step from an employee over to a CEO, to an entrepreneur, what are some practices or some strategies that somebody that's thinking about making that jump can implement pretty much straight away to really set them on the path to success? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is having a why. So 
why is it that you want to be an entrepreneur? Is it so that you have more freedom? Is it so that you can, you know, travel? Is it because you want to be able to work from home? I think knowing your why is the most important thing. And then from there, having some clear goals in business. So what is it that you actually want to achieve? Where is it that you want to go? Who is it that you want to work with? Mm. I think are the biggest things. I think that's really important. We also, in the academy, we really try to reverse engineer our goals. So you're quite right. The why keeps you going. The why is the motivation behind getting to those goals. And when we work out what the goals are, well, what do we need to do to get to those goals? So you're right. So if someone says, I want to work from anywhere, okay, well, what does that look like in terms of revenue? What does it look like in terms of flexibility? And then if we go down deeper to okay, well, if the first step is 5K months, great. What does then that look like in terms of how many clients do you need? How many hours do you work? And really kind of reverse engineers that, which is perfect. In terms of mindset and self-doubt, when I speak to women looking to take the jump to become a virtual assistant, to become a CEO in their own business, self-doubt, I'm scared. These are all the things that come up for people. What would you say to those women now, something that they can take away with them, that they that they can implement to put their mind at ease when they're taking that big leap into the world? Yeah, well, it is definitely a big leap and it can be kind of daunting when you first want to go into that journey. So I think the biggest thing is knowing what it is that you actually want to do and then whether that's having a mentor who can help you with that or whether it's, you know, setting goals and just having that belief in yourself, like building your own confidence, working on your own mindset and your belief system. Yeah, exactly. And with confidence, confidence is grown from knowledge. So if you don't have the knowledge, that's when we encourage and suggest to get the knowledge. And you're right, talking to a mentor, a coach in the space, or even just speaking to peers in the industry that have done it themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And I think with confidence as well, it's all about doing things that maybe get you out of your comfort zone. So the best way to grow your confidence is doing things that may make you feel a little bit uncomfortable. But the more that you do them, the the more confident that you become in doing those things. Exactly. And growth comes from being uncomfortable. Because if everything was comfortable, we wouldn't do it. So feel the fear and do it anyway. And if it feels uncomfortable, that's great because that's where the growth is. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the more that you do the uncomfortable things, the easier that it becomes to do them. And the more that you then look for the uncomfortable things to do because you know that's where you're going to grow. Yeah, exactly. And we'll get to a spot where it feels good. It might feel uncomfortable now, but with the confidence, we'll give the, this feels good. This feels right. I'm in alignment. I'm doing what I need to be doing. Yeah, absolutely. And like you say about alignment, when you're doing things in alignment, it starts to feel good. And you can also feel that in your body when you're not in alignment. If it doesn't feel good for you, then you know that that's not for you. Exactly. And let's talk about this a little bit because there are a lot of people that don't listen to their intuition and talk about what that feels like. And what are some benefits to actually listening to our intuition and what can that feel like afterwards? So our intuition is the little, whether it's a voice or the feeling that we have in our body, 
And then we have the ego. The ego is very, very loud and is usually fear-based. And then the intuition is soft and you can feel that in your body. So I believe that our intuition is our superpower. So by listening to our intuition, and it's that the gut feeling that you get when you're making a decision. So most people will instantly know whether it's the right decision or the wrong decision. Sometimes we can often ignore it Mm. or the ego gets in the way. So by actually listening to it and making the decision using your intuition, it's so, so powerful. Yeah, I think it's... It's a really powerful message to listen to your intuition and also try to block out those common things that we either try to tell ourselves or we take from other people have said this. So, you know, really listen to our own voice than somebody else's when we are making those decisions. Yeah, I think that's really important as well, actually making decisions for yourself rather than going externally for a lot of things. Whilst it is good to have other people's input every now and then it is really great to make these decisions for ourselves yeah definitely and i think when we make decisions for ourselves we take responsibility for them we learn from them and even when we succeed on making the right decision for us it's also about that satisfaction knowing that yeah i listened to my intuition this feels good i made the decision and it's just so much more so much more powerful when we're the ones that have made the decision and we are happy and we are content with the decision that we've made because it just would feel so much better than, oh, I just listened to that person and maybe I should have listened to ourselves. And I'm sure at one time or another we've all said that. Yeah, absolutely. I know I've done that in the past with making decisions and it didn't feel right for me. However, someone else had said it, so I did it anyway. Mm. And yeah, instantly knew that wasn't right for me. So yeah, definitely been a big lesson to start using my intuition and listening to it yeah i think that's great advice listen to your own gut feelings now let's dive a little bit deeper into the connection between mindset and business and why is having the right mindset so crucial for success in entrepreneurship mindset in business is so important because we can often have these limiting beliefs that we've been brought up with so whether it's i'm not good enough i'm not worthy Those kinds of things can play out in our business. So in order to be successful, we really need to get to the bottom of these beliefs that we have. So knowing that you are worthy, that you are enough, that you are able to be an entrepreneur, really get into those points and then being able to show up as our true authentic selves and not have those beliefs that we're not good enough to be able to be an entrepreneur? Yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head. It is about being ourselves. And really that's all there is to it. And it can be that simple and it can be that easy. Because if we go out there and try to be somebody that we're not, the inauthenticity will also shine through. And more and more now than in the past, it is about just being our true selves. And it is just about being vulnerable or jumping on a live without our makeup on. People actually just want to see the real us. It's not about painting this facade of who you are or what it could be. It's actually being authentic, showing up as yourself and actually living as you would in everyday life. And with social media, I mean, what was it? The first reality TV show that we had, I don't know if you remember, but I think from memory it was Big Brother. And like that was so raw and so real. 
And over time, that space has just gotten so much more, what what you would say, like people are drawn to that. People are drawn to just showing up as you. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel with social media as well, people can tell whether your energy that you're showing up as is your true authentic self or whether you're trying to hide parts of you or be somebody else. So I think when you are just showing up as you, whether that's with no makeup on or even if you're having a bad day, just sharing your experiences. I think a lot of people want to see people's everyday lives as well as business. I think that really draws people in. I think you're right. The the everyday life, people want to see who is the person behind the business. You know, what do you do when you're not at work? And there's one thing that I tell my clients, and it's an experience that I went through, and it's one of those corporate unlearnings that we have to go through, and there's a lot when we jump into entrepreneurship, is about connecting with our clients in a different way. And COVID probably has changed a lot for us, and I talk about it a lot in terms of gone are the days where you jump on a Zoom call and everything has to be perfect. And there are a lot of families with kids home still that are there while they're working, and it is quite normal for somebody on the other end of Zoom to jump on with a kid. That is extremely normal. And I think before COVID, it was kind of, you know, not the thing that you did or you painted this picture. And what COVID has allowed us to do is actually just be more real and authentic. It has allowed us to show up and be a lot more authentic and actually connect with our clients. And that's what I noticed that was really different because clients actually wanted to connect with us. And coming from hospitality where it was a, you walk out the door, you put your jacket on, you've got all smiles. And it was kind of, whilst yes, we connected with people, it was all surface level. It was all surface level. And all of the clients that I have worked with over time in the VA business, I know all of them personally. And we talked about this yesterday in the academy as well, is generally speaking, we are drawn to people that we like, know, and trust. And you'll find that when it comes to clients as well. Yeah, absolutely. The clients want to come and work with you because they've seen the real you rather than like the fake version. Mm. They love to see who you actually are and what you do on the day-to-day basis as well. Yeah. And I think don't be afraid to be vulnerable and share that with your clients because they want to get to know you. And They want to know who you are as a person. And sometimes when I would jump on a Zoom call with my clients, we'd spend half an hour just talking about our life and our day. And that's also okay because it's just like, well, you know, they get get to be friends and they get to have that connection with you. And isn't work just fun when we get to work with people that we, we love working with? It just gets to be fun. Yeah, absolutely. I am so passionate about what I do and the different people that I get to meet every day. And it just, it gets to be so fun. And I think for me, moving out of hospitality, I, by the end of it, I really didn't enjoy it. So being able to have a job that I love, I get to meet new people every day who are all like-minded. It's just, it brings so much fun and passion to the day. And I think, I think this makes a new point is this is where we talk about coming in from a different angle rather than I'm just going to sell to this client is I just actually want to help this client. And when we talk about who are, who are the people that we want to work with, just surround ourselves with them, just get to know them and have a really authentic relationship. And it's the same as when you go into a networking function. And in the past, I've always been drilled into me in the corporate space you know it's all about how many business cards have you got how many how many connections it's about 
Whereas now I just go into an event just to connect with people. I don't go in there with the intent to sell. And sometimes beautiful relationships come out of it, whether it be personal or business or even a working relationship. However, it's stemmed from just a genuine connection. Yeah, absolutely. I've made so many connections over the last two years and from going to different events Mm -hmm. and, you know, we all support each other. And I think that's a beautiful thing. You build a community from it as well. Yeah, it's really important. And we see that in the academy as well. We see some of our clients recommending some of the other clients and they start finding their own connections as well. And I love the fact that I get the opportunity to create this beautiful community that they get to connect with other like-minded entrepreneurs in as well. Yeah, I think that's so great because people get to collaborate with each Mm. other as well. So rather than looking at somebody as competition, they get to use it as collaboration and be able to you know, collaborate, whether it's in business or even in personal life, there's so many different things that you can, you know, make beautiful friendships with them as well. Yeah. And I think that is the power of group coaching, right? So yes, effectively at the end of the day, we are all competitors. However, I've never seen it as competitors. I'm in a coaching program. There's nearly 160 people in there and I see all of them as these beautiful entrepreneurs that I get to work and learn from. We're interrupting this podcast episode to tell you about the VA Way Academy. If you want to build, grow and scale your VA biz to 30k plus months, then this is the place for you. We receive incredible feedback at the VA Way Academy. One standout story I would love to share with you is Lissa. Lissa took the leap of faith and launched her own business. And in just six weeks, she had achieved her goal of going full time. Lissa's determination and hard work paid off, allowing her to leave Australia and live out her dreams as a digital nomad. If you're ready to embark on your own path to success and build a thriving VA business, head over to the show notes for the link to apply. And now let's get back to the podcast. And it's the same with other virtual assistant business owners. There's so many of them around the country that I've actually become friends with. And you know what? At the end of the day, if one client is competing against both of us, and the other person gets it, I'm actually excited that either one of us actually got to work with that client. And it never comes into my awareness that, oh my gosh, I'm competing against them because they're actually generally my, genuinely my friends and I want them to succeed just as much. Yeah. And that's such a great mindset to have. I think um, having that mindset, instead of it being competition, you get to collaborate. And then Mm. also you've got to think of it in the sense of not every person is your ideal client. Yes. So you need to work out who your ideal client is. And then from there, you know, the person that you're collaborating with might have completely different ideal clients, which is usually the case. Yeah, exactly. I I think that's really important rather than seeing every other business who has a similar business model as you as a competitor, because nine times out of 10, they'll be looking for a different client. Yeah, absolutely. And I think with social media, you often follow people. So in the virtual assistant business, you follow other virtual assistants. Mm -hmm. So to you, it may seem like there's so many virtual assistants and how do I stand out from the crowd? However, people in different businesses may not follow that many virtual Mm -hmm. assistants. So by you showing up and being your true authentic self, you will attract those, your ideal clients to you. Yeah, they, they will just come because you've been authentic and you've put yourself out that way. I'd love to get a little bit personal and I'd love for you to share a specific example on your journey 
where there's been a really big shift in mindset or a breakthrough moment that has supported you in your business life? I would say the biggest thing for me was working on my mindset of success. So for so long, I would say, I want to be successful. And that's all I had. I didn't have a vision of what success actually looked like for me. So really getting clear on what success was to Mm. me was the biggest breakthrough. So then I actually had small goals that I could work towards to take the steps to what success looked like for me. And for me, a huge thing in success is confidence. So that's been my biggest learning recently, that confidence to me is success. So if I can show up confidently, that's successful because I'm then attracting my ideal clients Mm. and really just showing up as myself. So, yeah, the confidence piece has been huge for me. Yeah, great. I think think that would come up for a lot for people as well because – there's this fear around I'm not confident enough to sell myself or I'm not confident enough to be a business owner. And the confidence, like we said in the beginning, comes from knowledge and also realising what does success mean for you. And the fact that you've worked that out makes it just really clear so you know the roadmap ahead. Yeah, and confidence as well in knowing what I'm providing for my clients. So for a long time I thought – oh, maybe I won't get them the transformation that they're looking for. So again, I had to rewire my subconscious mind to having that deep knowing that I can give Mm. them the transformation that they're looking for. So having that confidence within myself to know that I can provide that for them. Yeah, definitely. And I think we talk about that a lot when we're talking about rather than selling, the knowing that we can help the businesses around the country. That's what we talk about when we are – working and potentially trying to decide who our clients are one knowing that the skills that we already have can support the clients and we can map them across and a lot of us already have all of that corporate knowledge that just has to be mapped across into this space so it's not a I don't have enough skills and it's just a knowing that we can help them and once we've worked that out that's where the transformation can come from that's where the confidence comes from because at the end of the day we know that we can help them Yeah, absolutely. It's having that knowing of the services that you can provide to your ideal client. So just on the self-confidence piece, how can a virtual assistant be a little bit assertive when communicating and managing clients remotely? And why is it so important for them to assert themselves and show up with self-confidence in order to support that client effectively? So when you're showing up online with a client, You need to show that you're in control of your business. So you need to have that assertiveness so that the client knows that this is your business. You're there. You're still showing up with love and you know what you're doing. So so as long as the client and yourself know that you both have the confidence to be able to work together. Yes. And self-confidence is the key to success. You showing up on a Zoom call in a discovery call with the confidence that you run your business, you know exactly what you're doing. Then when you essentially provide the rates for the work that you're doing, it will land so much more effectively with your client because you have shown up with self-confidence. The belief in yourself and the belief that you can support that client, they will then have the belief that you can support them. 
Yeah, and that absolutely shows as soon as you get on that call, you need to have that confidence within yourself. And even if you don't feel it 100%, show up as it. Yeah. So a good thing to do is picture what the most confident version of yourself looks like. Go into a little visualization and show up as her. Yes. I think that is a great strategy that we can implement today. Personally, in the beginning, mine was music and pumping the power song that just gets you motivated, gets you in your body, gets you excited. That was what it was for me. If you're more of a visual person, love it. Just visualizing who you should be. Yeah. And also if you, if it's something more about your mindset that you need to work on through that, you can reprogram your unconscious mind, whether that's with affirmations or mantras. So if you have the version that you want to be, you repeat that to yourself several times a mm-hmm. day, looking in the mirror, showing up confidently while you're looking at yourself, you reprogram your unconscious mind to believe that you are confident. Yes. And let's be honest that that confident person is actually inside of you. They're already a part of you. You just need to let them shine through. Absolutely. I know for me, I had zero confidence in the past. I wouldn't speak to people. I wouldn't get out of my comfort zone in the slightest. I would shy away from events because I didn't want to speak to people because it made me too nervous. And now I have completely reprogrammed my mind. And yeah, I love to show up as this new confident version of myself. And now you get to help people as well. And You also get to record epic podcasts as well because now you have the confidence to do so. I know, right? I would never have done this probably a year ago. So this is so great, isn't it? Now in the virtual assistant space can lead to burnout because we talk about work-life balance a lot and a lot of us are mums. We have families. We have other priorities. And sometimes it can feel like we're always working because we're around the home and As women, we all want to succeed and to grow, and we all set these milestones for us. But what are some really great strategies that we can do to prevent some burnout? Morning routine. Mm. I think it's so important to have, and it doesn't have to be a long one-hour morning routine. It can be 10, 20 minutes, whether that's meditation or going for a walk. I think it's really important to get out of your home as well. So if you're working from home, try and take some time out in the morning or in the afternoon, whatever time works for you, just to have that space for yourself. Fresh air, some vitamin D. Absolutely. Even if it's journaling, going out in nature, whatever that looks like for you, it's really important to remove yourself from the your workspace. Mm-hmm. But I know this sounds simple, and we were always told this in the corporate world, is actually go and have your lunch, don't eat it at your desk. And now more than ever, even just take your plate of food and go and sit on the grass outside. Absolutely. It's so important to remove yourself from your workspace throughout the day. Even if that's taking five minutes, you know, every hour or so, every two hours, just taking that little bit of time away from your phone, away Mm. from your laptop and just clearing your mind. Some great tips right there. Now, moving into 
healthy boundaries with clients and sometimes we can feel like we're at the beck and call of our clients and we are so passionate about delivering outstanding service however sometimes we can allow our power to be outsourced to our clients or allow them to have control of our time what can we do to protect those boundaries and to really adopt the ceo mindset to allow the time to be on our terms rather than our clients I think it's important to set those boundaries up to begin with. So know what that looks like for you. If you have, if you want to set working hours that your client can only reach out to you in these times or so they know that you'll reply within certain times, knowing them boundaries and then actually sticking to them for yourself. So rather than thinking, oh, I just need to get this done think what is it that I actually want to be doing right now is it am I supposed to be like spending time with my family or is this time for me so really having those clear boundaries before you start working with a client yeah I think pre-framing setting the tone setting the expectations it's like with everything and we talk about this you know good pre-frame at the start of a discovery call that's the very first interaction you're going to have with that client So just start there and keep that thread going and get them into the mindset of it is a business-to-business relationship and there's nothing worse than allowing them to take control from the very beginning because that's really going to set yourself up for failure and not to have a really long-standing, great, thriving business relationship. Yeah, absolutely. And having the boundaries in place when you first begin If you start to break those boundaries over time, Mm. your client may just then expect you to continue breaking them. So if you have them and stay strong with them, your client will know, okay, I can only, you know, reach out between these times. Yeah, exactly. Now, lastly, for our listeners who may be eager to start cultivating a positive and growth orientated mindset, what are some practical steps or exercises they can begin with? Oh, I love this question. I would say the first thing is to start reprogramming your unconscious mind. Now, there's a simple thing that you can do here. So whether it's on a piece of paper, your journal, your notes on your phone, start writing down affirmations or mantras of how you want to be. So they can be I am. So like I am confident. I am worthy whatever it is that you're wanting. And it doesn't just have to be about business. It can be your personal life Mm. as well. Get really clear on what it is that you want to be or how you want to show up and then repeat those daily. So every single morning, repeat them to yourself and feel it in your body as well. So actually, rather than just saying it and not believing it, really feel Mm. it. The more that you do this, the more that they will become true for you as well. Yeah, definitely. There's so much power in telling ourselves a different story and we get to recreate a different story. If we've always, if we've always spoken to ourselves negatively or not in the best light is actually just telling ourselves a different story. It's that easy. Yeah. And turning the negatives into a positive is so important. So really noticing where your thoughts go throughout the day. If you're constantly thinking of negatives, you're going to continue to attract those negatives when you're looking for the positives, whether that be in gratitude, you start to notice how much you actually have to be grateful for. Mm. There's so many things to be grateful for. So the more that you 
show gratitude, look for different things to be grateful for. It completely rewires your mind to look for them. So, so much gold in that. Thank you for sharing. Before we finish up, I always like to go through some rapid fire questions. First thing that comes to your mind, favorite social media platform for business networking? Instagram. Morning person or night owl? Morning. Windows or Mac? Mac. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Hmm. I thought it might have been tea being, being British. No. Tea. <laughs> Beach vacation or mountain retreat? Beach. Excellent. Thank you so much for joining us on the Sasha Evans Show. I've been so grateful to have you here to dive into the world of mindset. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so much fun. And of course, for anyone that's interested in chatting to Danielle, as mentioned, she is now one of our head coaches in the VA Way Academy. And anyone in the VA Way Academy now gets direct access to to Danielle and her mindset and energetic expertise on our mindset calls as well as in our Facebook community. Remembering developing a positive mindset is a journey and it's okay to have setbacks. It's all part of the growth process. Thank you, Danielle, for sharing valuable insights and personal experiences on the power of mindset. It has been an enlightening conversation and I'm sure our listeners have found inspiration in your journey. To our wonderful listeners, thank you so much again for joining the Sasha Ebon Show. I hope that you have enjoyed valuable insights and the importance of mindset in entrepreneurship and life. As always, stay inspired and keep reaching for your dreams. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening today. I would love for you to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast so we can get this podcast into more heads and hearts. If you've got questions, hit me up at Instagram at Sasha Ebon underscore underscore. And remember... If nothing changes, nothing changes.